Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to the Hidden Killers podcast with Tony Brewski. Featuring former federal prosecutor and president of West Coast Trial Lawyers, Nima Ramani. Getting a new trial because new evidence has come in or maybe new witnesses come out and make statements. That's that's one thing. It's a whole other thing to get a new trial because of a clerk of court that has accusations of jury tampering against her. And then you find out her son had something to do with wiretapping and then abuse of her own office. And now allegations of plagiarism, stealing directly from the BBC for a book about the case that may end up going to a new trial. We're, of course, talking about Becky Hill and the allegations of jury tampering to discuss. Nima Romani, former federal prosecutor, joining us. Uh, this is a case that, you know, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And the credibility of Becky Hill, when you thought it couldn't get any lower, just keeps getting lower and lower. The evidentiary hearing said for later uh, in January. Nima, Walk me into this a little bit and how this evidentiary hearing will work. It's not a jury. It's a judge that's going to decide this sort of stuff. Normally, in a trial, you'd have discovery that would be determined what can and cannot be brought in to the, the courtroom. Is that the same sort of process it's going to take here? Because there's a lot of allegations against Becky Hill that don't necessarily tie directly to jury tampering, but are pretty damning to her character. Well, yeah, I mean, there's so much going on with Becky Hill. You have the potential criminal charges of jury tampering. You may have a civil lawsuit by the BBC author if they decide to pursue it for copyright infringement for the plagiarism. And of course, she has her ethics violations for allegedly misusing her position to promote and sell her book and to make money and allegedly misusing government funds for personal reasons like decorating her office and buying furniture. So there's a lot going on now as far as the evidentiary hearing is concerned. It's essentially a mini trial, but like you said, Tony, um, there's no jury and the rules of evidence don't necessarily apply and there's really no right to discovery. But the question is, is Hill going to actually testify yeah. at this evidentiary hearing? She may have to plead the fifth because she's got so much going on and you know she certainly has a lawyer, but she has to be very, very careful on how she proceeds. And you know, same thing uh, with the jurors. Most of them have submitted declarations one way or another. I think one was uh, waiting for uh, his or her lawyer uh, to, to rubber stamp or uh, approve doing so. But it's going to be interesting to see what the jurors say, because you have some of them that are going to say that, you know, we don't know of anything inappropriate with Becky Hill, at least according to the prosecution. And at least you have one juror that's going to say that you know, he or she had ex parte communications with Hill and one other juror that was removed from the panel entirely when maybe that juror shouldn't have been. So there's a lot going on. The question is, is Judge Newman going to testify himself? I mean, he's potentially a witness as well. So it's going to be 
fascinating to see what happens. But I agree with you, Tony. I think Hill's credibility is shot at this point. Yeah, I mean, w- without a doubt. Walk me through, what are the the jurors, the, the former jurors from the Alec Murdoch trial going to be exposed to? What are they going to have to go through? I mean, I'm sure they walked away from this thing going, <laughs> I did my time, ready to wash my hands of it, and now they're being brought back in. Uh, do they, what are they going to be going through? And do they have much of a choice in terms of the questions they're going to have to answer uh, in front of the court? So normally when you're talking about jury deliberations, you can't get in the mind of the jurors. So if they didn't understand the jury instructions, for instance, or they didn't consider, you know, a key piece of evidence or viewed things the wrong way. I mean, that's not grounds to set aside a jury verdict, but there is one big exception, Tony. And that's when outside influences are brought into the jury deliberation room. That's a big no-no. That's reversible error. And when you have a clerk of the court, someone who is a government employee, supposedly a public servant doing so, if true, that's grounds for a new trial. I mean, you can't have those types of communications with jurors. Everything has to happen in open court. Um, And if Becky Hill really did tell jurors not to believe Alec Murdoch, and not be fooled and you know wouldn't let them take smoke breaks and you do all the things that are alleged we're probably going to see alec murdoch part two sometime in 2024 and, and if that is to take place here i mean th- this is is a hearing do, do you anticipate that the judge in this hearing will make that decision here at the end of january or is this likely to be drug out a little bit with with more potential hearings to to finally get to a determination I think we're not going to get a ruling the day of the hearing. And this is why the judge is going to have to prepare an order. This is something that's certainly going to be appealed one way or another. The case had already gone up on appeal, but was sent back down to have this evidentiary hearing. So um, the judge will probably take days, maybe even weeks to prepare a written order, because this is going to be subject to some pretty intense scrutiny in the South Carolina Court of Appeal, and maybe even all the way to the Supreme Court there. I mean, this is a big issue and a very high-profile case, one of the biggest cases in state history. So we're going to see a written order one way or the other, and both parties will have the right to appeal. And and with that being said, if both parties do have the right to appeal, could this end up bouncing? I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, we'll see an Alec Murdoch trial in 2024. Uh, if, it, in fact, uh, it, it it is granted. I mean, could this keep bouncing back and forth? Could the decision to grant a new trial uh, end up being denied on appeal where, okay, you get it, but then it's argued that maybe you don't get it. Could that go back and forth like that, like ping pong for a while? It potentially can. And that's one of the great things about having a jury verdict. That's why some judges, even if there was a potential issue, Mm -hmm. they may have the jury uh, reach a verdict that way. If the appellate courts agree that there's no error that jury verdict can stand the problem is if you were for the in for instance grant a, a mistrial in the middle of trial and an appellate court said whoa whoa, whoa there's no mistrial here this case should have gone to the jury well it's too late jury has been discharged they've been sent home so sometimes judges in this case obviously this is not that type of case because these allegations came out after the trial. Mm-hmm. But if there's a potential issue, sometimes judges will allow jurors to return a verdict. That way, once the appellate court sort it out, we can decide to keep the verdict or set it aside. What is the prosecution going to be arguing here uh, other than 
Well, if something was said, it it didn't influence uh, anybody. I mean, it, it, it seemed like this is like a pretty weak argument and, and a weird one to make, too, to say you get into someone's mind and this is how they were affected this way or that way when you do have kind of a mountain of other stuff over here that seems to be a, a lot more palpable than just that. I, I would assume that they, they feel they have a stronger case against uh, bringing Alec to another trial than, than what we're seeing right now. Well, I think if you're the prosecution here, you're thinking a few things. One, obviously, prosecutor's worst nightmare is to convict an innocent person. But the second is to have to retry a case because of something, you know, that's out of your control. Some misconduct on the part of the jurors or someone outside the jury. So not what you want to do. I think they got to feel good that they have a couple guilty pleas for Murdoch. So he's going to be doing lots of time, probably uh, in federal prison, but we'll see where he ends up serving it with respect to the fraud counts. Now, with respect to the trial, you know, there's obviously this case, but you also want don't want to create bad law. You don't want, if you're South Carolina prosecutors, to have to defend every guilty conviction because of case law at the appellate level that's bad. So they're going to be arguing this case. And even if they lose, they're going to say, look, this is a very unique case um, in that you got a, maybe a public servant, a government employee getting in the jury deliberation room, but we don't want all these other guilty verdicts set aside because of some affidavit by a juror, you know, months or years later. So, you know, they're arguing this case for this case as well to try to keep this murder conviction, but also to protect the integrity of all the other guilty verdicts, you know, the many thousands that um, they've secured over the years in South Carolina. Sick of the ads? We opt to. Start listening with no commercials now and get access to all of our episodes in advance of everyone else. Become a True Crime Today Premium Plus subscriber on Apple Podcasts. Search True Crime Today Premium Plus on Apple Podcasts or go to our podcast page and sign up now. True Crime Today Premium Plus. Sign up now.